Hello everyone and welcome to Femaling, the podcast where we look at the relatable, grounded, everyday stuff us women all experience and how to find truth and authenticity in all that we do. For any one-to-one coaching inquiries with myself, please visit my website nicolegoodman.co.uk and you could also email me on nicole at nicolegoodman.co.uk to share any ideas on what you might like to hear about on this podcast or for any other inquiries. So let's get on with today's podcast. Today I am joined by my lovely guest Jude Lobb and we discuss the complexities of keeping up appearances and what arises for a woman when she feels she should, in capital letters, be doing certain things and how it translates amongst the community. I know you're going to enjoy this one. It's an incredibly fresh and honest look at the obligations a woman puts herself through. So please stay tuned. Today, here at Femaling, I'm joined by the gorgeous Jude Lobb, who is a very dear friend of mine, and we're going to be discussing keeping up appearances. Hi, Jude. Hi. Hello. Welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. And the reason that I have asked Jude to come on for this particular topic is because I always love Jude's point of view and opinion on most things that she brings. Um, and we always have very interesting debates on pretty much all aspects of life, don't we? We do, and we're a real meeting of minds, and you get me. I get you. We, we, get, get, we get each other. We yeah, do get yeah, each other. So, really. And I think this is such a this is such a complicated, complex topic. Yeah. So I really wanted you just to bring whatever it is you think about this. So when I think of keeping up appearances, it's got so many layers. It's like peeling that proverbial onion. And for me... I, I immediately think of physically what that means, like in terms of what we look like in keeping up appearances, which I'll which I'll go into in a little bit. But really, I just wanted your your take on initially how you see what it means. Yeah, yeah, what it means to keep okay. up an appearance. So I guess for me, it means. Um, so when you asked me to do this, I was obviously I was having a think about it all, and, and for me, keeping up appearances is something. It's like a lifelong battle, actually, mm. with. Um, what is expected of a person it might be in my, in my case it's things it's things that i consider to be pressure or things that maybe call, cause me a bit of anxiety and I, things that i can't separate what i want to be doing and what i what i feel like i should be doing or what other people think i should be doing or what everyone else is doing and i think we were talking about how like what what would it be to what would it take for me not to feel like i've got to keep up appearances and is, I, is it a bit of like keeping up with the Joneses as well? Yeah, I don't think, I actually don't, for me, it's not so much actually about financial stuff, if I'm honest. It's not like, ooh, they've got a new car, we've got to get a new car. It's things like, but there, there is a, a kind of, um, this sounds really grotesque and it's all really middle class and it's all kind of like first world problems stuff. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> but everyone's going to have this thing in their own different community, right? Yeah. And... You know, there will all be things that other people are doing X, Y, and Z. Should, shouldn't I be doing X, Y, and Z? But that's not just about money stuff. It's about so much stuff. It's social. It's, it's the way that what we eat, how we look after our bodies, wow. how we raise our kids, particularly how we raise our kids, the, the quality of our marriages our relationships with our mums. You, I mean, it is just a complete... It does, it goes on and on. It's everything. And actually, if I didn't feel how what I should be doing, what who would I be? Like, what would... If I took that concept out and just did whatever it was that I I wanted to do, I don't even... I don't even know. 
Isn't that totally messed so up? So what you're saying is, like, the expectation or what society expects us, how society expects us to be mm. and what society expects us to be doing or what it kind of demands us to be doing, we play into it, therefore we don't even question whether or not we want to. to be doing it. And then maybe the thing is, is that why people might find themselves unhappy and then say, hang on, this is not what I want out of my life, might be because they haven't, you know, just not, they realise they're not doing what they want for themselves. They're doing it just because that's what they're supposed to be doing. And I don't, I, I mean, it's not, it's just so not what black do you, and white. So what do you do that you're supposed to be doing? That, that I, that, I don't necessarily want to be doing. Yeah, yeah. Can you think of anything? I don't. I don't know. I would say the main thing that I find, like in terms of the keeping up appearances concept, there, there are a few things. Can I? Can yes. I, I've made a list. Oh yes, let's hear your list. I mean, I mean it's, it's long. She's getting her phone out. People Here we go. We're getting okay, right. notes so, on the phone. We're going to start with um, entertaining and dinners, <laughs> otherwise known as banquets in the area that we live in. I. So you're talking about having people over for dinner. I, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I, I like eating. Can I can I just highlight that this is quite a big thing within our community. Yes. We're part of quite a big Jewish community. Yeah. Food plays a, a massive role in my in belly. Yeah, it does have a big <laughs> In role. both of our bellies and how we socialize. Yes. Yes. It's all about the eating. It's all, it's, about, it's the all about the eating. Okay. And and you know traditionally we will do we will have dinner every single Friday night as a family and on Saturday lunches and more and more as we our families grow you tend to do family dinners saturday lunches friday nights and so on with other with with families. sorry with other families yep. not just your family with like and, and it's not just by the way it's now it's not just one family that you invite over that, that's shoddy it's got to be oh. two or wow. more and it's not just one it's not just soup and chicken and and ice cream it's uh it's several different soups maybe and then some homemade hummus and then uh, and then <laughs> and then i don't know and then the main course will involve a chicken a meat something for the kids various otolenghi salads that you've whipped up the night before and then a buffet of desserts and then and then and then you can relax but it's taken you de weeks to prepare this psychologically and physically and then it's gone in three seconds. Your house is completely trashed, but it's lovely. Don't get me wrong. I want the. This is what I'm talking about. I can't separate it. Right. I want the people at my house. Yes. I don't want to be doing the cooking. I don't want my whole week to revolve around the cooking, and I'm not a big fan of mess. But I want the people <laughs> at my house, and I want to be hosting. And I want. So to be if you, so warm. if you could separate it now, like which part of it would you want to engage in, and which part don't you? Well, if I'm honest, some of the people I have over, I'm really sorry for if anyone is hearing this, I don't massively care to entertain. And some of them are dear friends, but so I wish I had more. So how come they come over? Because I'm keeping up with the social okay. expectation. So what's, so what's expected? And yes. actually, when you said before that it's a pressure, and the word expectation came up for me, so there is a pressure of keeping up, and there is also a huge expectation of what we should, and I'm doing the air quote Oh my thing. God, there's a lot of air quotes. There's a lot of air quotes yeah. around should, what we should be doing. Yeah, yeah. So the, so the entertaining is, is a big one. It's a big one, and I can't, again, I can't separate the two. The other one is, so another, another big one is uh, exercise. Okay, right, so nowadays, I'm where we, where we live. I'm suddenly feeling a bit nervous about no, where this is, is fine, going. this is fine, yes. this, is, this is not about 
this is not about you. <laughs> um, this is very much about me. <laughs> of course it is. Um, what, how I feel about exercise is I actually want to walk and do yoga. Lovely. I don't do it enough because I'm lazy. But every <laughs> single goddamn morning, I'm aware that everyone else in our little bubble is working out to peak athletic condition by going to the gym and classes and all the rest of it. I, I don't want to exercise in front of anyone. I'm too fat. And I don't want to... And I don't like sweating. I'm sorry, I really don't. Um, I mean, I'm wearing sweaty I just, today. I just need to highlight something because obviously you guys are listening and you can't visually I'm see so what's happening. I'm so happy for you that you can't she's, visually see she's what's happening. She's not. I don't even know why. I'm, she is... So not we don't need to too go fat. Into, we don't, we don't need to go no, but that, there. but that's, but that's but the point. The point is everyone another... else, but everyone else in our area is uber skinny, uber fit, uber tiny, and toned, and works out obsessively. No, I don't want to. And and has an incredible active wear wardrobe that's you know from the latest designer who's just released Correct. a great collection. But the point is they're actually using it rather than doing what I often do, which is get dressed in it in the morning and then go back to bed in it. So I'm wearing active wear for sleeping. <laughs> so I, I, I... So what's the expectation? The expectation is that you're supposed to be in athletic of, condition. Yes, you're supposed to be in athletic condition, entertaining all the time, having a great... You know, and so on and so on. And I just... I, I don't want to. I'm too lazy. So, okay. So you don't want to. But I can't avoid the pressure of it. I feel permanently a bit crap and ashamed that I'm not all these other things I don't want to be but I don't want to not be I don't want to be a big hairy grobby blob <laughs> but I don't but equally you know I don't want to I just I, I just can't can I do some more please okay can, um, I, can I just can I just highlight can I just want to underline something that you've said there because ultimately you said before you're not even aware of what you want and what you don't want well it seems to me that we are probably really clear in what we want and what we don't want and yet when we take steps into doing what we actually want which is for you to go for a walk rather than go to a million gym classes or to lift a million heavy weights mm. to get into this athletic I mean I'm so far away this from athletic that. condition I, I yeah, but even... you want to be active and you want to I want but... to be fit what I decided was I want to be fit and healthy neither of which I am but I need to do that my own battle is laziness like I know that but the, the but it's the then the norm. comparing oh it's out of hat it's ridiculous so, I was on my brisk walk and I walked past briskly walked past three people that were r running not training for marathons by the way just just running because they're so fit and healthy and they run all the time and they're so tall and thin. Anyway, I just, so I, now, it's not good enough. So, it's not good enough. So now we've got pressure, we've got expectation, and we've also got comparison. Oh, the comparison. So there's a big comparison, comparison. in terms of keeping up appearances. Oh, massively. And that, that starts when you become, I, I mean, not, I, look, I'm a mum I'm a and that's what I, you know, I identify as. It really is. That's kind of who I am primarily. And I'm really proud of that. The only thing I don't do now really and have never really done massively is compare myself as a mum to others. It's the one area of my life that I've man like managed not to. However, I'm really well aware that others do and the competitive parenting thing is is a massive problem. I can definitely get caught up in the comparison thing in terms of parenting, 100%. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm not proud of it, but I think that just that's the reality like sometimes if I'm having a hard time with one of my kids 
and then another kid comes along and they're really you know and they're really well behaved and they're really pristine and their clothes are like pressed and clean <laughs> and their hair is always tidy and brushed and my kids are little my kids are wild oh they're gorgeous they are totally gorgeous but they they have a very wild nature both of them which which i adore but do, what is it like when you the whole competitive parenting thing like um okay so it starts off with the whole breastfeeding thing right so that's kind of like the that i definitely there is that pressure the breastfeeding thing and either you do or you don't or you so do there's a, a keeping up don't. appearances in terms of but like, do you, did you breastfeed? Yeah. Because did you have an epidural? Yes. Oh, you oh you did. Oh. These are the questions, Aww. right? Are you going to breastfeed? Yeah. And then it and then it changes. Did like, you give where, birth, did you give birth naturally? Yeah. Or did you? And you have and you have to. Mm. You feel like you have to protect your position. You do. You really don't do. you? Or you have to justify yeah. your choices. And then and then it carries on to like, oh, my your daughter only does one activity after school. Re- really? You're lazy. Um, you know, oh my god! Oh my god! This is this is one of my biggest gremlins in terms of scheduling my children. Yeah. Um, And last term, both my kids started. That's a long story, but they started a new school, and I didn't want them doing any after school activities because I wanted them to come home and chill out. Sure. For us to get abreast with what was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guilt that I went from September to December of not doing of them not doing any after school activities i felt like i was doing them an injustice when act because this one was going to piano and gymnastics and this oh, dance I mean, class that is and that is part of this middle class keeping up appearances thing for sure it is but they're over but we over schedule in order to keep up right yeah, but that's I, right so so i have to say the the only area the only area of my life that i don't feel like i'm keeping up appearances in any way is with your parenting is with your parenting and to be honest, my own so how do you and do my that? own interest in politics and stuff like that. I don't. How, how do you do that? Um, with your own interest in politics. Yes, I don't feel like I'm keeping up appearances with with being a bit of a a geek in well, my social. Being political. I, yeah, most a lot of people don't aren't, and they're not maybe a bit left wing like I am. You know, so like I don't feel I feel I feel free of it. That's not an area. In so the, so the explain parenting. because the parenting thing I think is a big one for most people that are listening, and it's definitely a big one for me. Like, how, how do, do you not? overcome that? Yeah, I just think that some people have different anxieties to others. Honestly, I do. I think that's probably the nub of it. I think I, I'm so, I've got guidance on parenting from really, really wise people who I really, really trust. I looked at my parenting mod, my parents' model of parenting, and I have always been quite clear about what I wanted to take forward and what I didn't, and. I'm just really, this sounds really, and I'm, you know I'm not arrogant, I'm really sure of myself. The only time... But I, 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 can I just stop you there? Like, we always assume that when we step up into something, we own something great about ourselves. We assume it comes across as arrogant. I am so in awe that you feel so self-assured in your parenting. And it, if there is one area where I want to feel that, it's, the only bit it's for my kids. Yeah, but it, I've got to say the spanner in the works is puberty because, oh my God, <laughs> I haven't got a bloody clue. I really don't. I've no idea what I'm doing. But that said, let's just skim <laughs> well, past that. Side a, note. Now, generally speaking, I do believe that the principles by which I parent are, are right. I just really do believe that. Um, I don't think that applies. Honestly, it doesn't apply to anything else. I, I'm, a, I'm a total mess in every other way. But with my parenting, I feel like I don't know. Why Why do I feel right? I feel like I've, I've got good role models, honestly. And not, you know, um, other role models I've picked up along the way. Hmm. Um, my parents, like I said, I've picked the bits that I think worked and the bits that don't. That's what we all do. Yep. Um, 
And, and we just... mould our parenting around that. Yeah, and I also right. try really hard to, um, like I don't, I don't work full time, and I, a lot of the keeping up appearances thing is, oh, would you, you don't work, you're a stay-at-home mum. So here's oh. the thing, this is what people do, they of, file I'm... it. Going, going back to the, like, the, oh, did you have an epidural? Oh, you know, did you, whatever, however it, your label was. Seeds of doubt Where in do your, your head. Your, like I remember being at a party a few weeks ago and I was talking to someone and one of the first things they asked me is where do your kids go to school so that they can kind of make I don't themselves know themselves feel better or, or, or make or they reassure just, or they just get a, a general idea of my choices and what type of person yes. I am in life by where yes. I choose to educate my children yes right oh no you think it's about I think when people ask that it's a point of reference for themselves they're saying oh what do you do about x y and z and then you think oh yeah I do that it's a reassurance seeking thing the whole keeping up appearances thing is about anxiety and reassurance seeking. I'm sure it is. Because the things you're not doing make you feel anxious. The things that you are doing that someone else is doing make you feel reassured. So the, the, on, the, on, the, yeah. on, the, yeah. on the parenting thing, I feel generally reassured because I really believe in the, the models that I'm following. The other stuff feels really floaty. So in terms of your exercise, because you know you want to be doing more and you're not. Yes, that's... and I see myself getting more and more unhealthy and more so, so that's so that's where the complexity comes in that's isn't it because this, you're not yeah I'm not you're fulfilling not fulfilling what you want to fulfill I feel like i should be doing or and then so it's either what I'm, you want to what you want to be doing well you i said want to be yeah but I, I, do i do i i'm not doing it i don't know well everyone wants to be fit whether or not they want to put the work in to get well, fit is a different thing that's exactly it I mean, yeah, basically, I, I want to be, I want to be slim and healthy, but I don't really do enough about it. There which is makes a... me feel frustrated and annoyed and resentful. There is a big pressure nowadays, and I don't think it's just in our community. I think it's generally people are living a much healthier, oh God, cleaner God. lifestyle. So it's almost become the new, like when we were younger and I was single in my 20s, I used to go out every Thursday night and get really hammered. And then do, we people, do... do people not do that? I I've not. That. Oh, I do. <laughs> I don't go out. I just but I'm saying people's lifestyles have changed. Yeah. So sometimes there's this boxing class that I'll go to locally. To oh God! Live. Everyone's boxing now. I don't want to box. No, I don't. I don't, I don't want, want to box. box. And can I just say I've only been twice because everyone because boxing. everyone was very young there, yeah. and I remember going on a Thursday night once to this boxing class at like eight o'clock, and there were like all these twenty-year-old girls in there, and I thought, how interesting they are. With the what we were doing when we were twenty was going out on the lash, and now they go, but they're boxing. Yeah. yeah. So people's lifestyles really? have very much shifted which i thought was a great thing actually, yeah, it is but good. actually i won't go to that boxing class because i feel i feel too old yeah and um and I, and i don't like and I, don't, I just felt uncomfortable in there because maybe i couldn't keep up with the appearance of being this skinny 20 year old which is that's totally on me yeah yeah i've got a, a, one of my one of my children um doesn't really like exercise but she really likes reading right so so um I'm sure it was really fashionable to everyone must read and, and I would have won all the brownie points for my daughter reads all the time which is really but no now she doesn't do any exercise and now I just feel like a failure because my daughter isn't going to umpteen different netball you know all different activities so regardless of, hold on you just said you felt very self-assured in the parenting oh I do oh I see what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Look there's what not just a happened. single area of my life that I'm not failing at no well, you're... what I mean is my parenting principles. I think that's different to the millions of activities that people do. I don't, my kids don't do millions of activities because I don't want to do that keeping up with the Joneses thing. I just worry about, I guess, 
what that means for my child. Yes. So like my child is completely inactive but reads a lot. So whereas before, for her, it would have been like, oh, well, she reads, she'll be a real success. Now it's like, oh, she's she's gonna heart attack by the age of, God forbid, you know, because she's not fit. Nothing anyone is doing is good enough. But I don't feel not- So how do we, you know, it's so destructive, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all about what society is expecting of us. So what we're saying is society expects us to be in athletic condition, to be a this perfect parent, to be entertaining all the time, to have a massive social life and a massive social circle. To be eating no circle, sugar, to be, which oh, is you physically impossible. Uh, impossible. To eat no sugar, to eat really clean and healthy. Um, I mean, I feel like a dirty little so-and-so for having a Diet Coke. I mean, when did that happen? It's just tragic so how do we rise above it and do exactly what it is we want to do and not what is deemed as socially acceptable i just don't know i think i think maybe but but look the key must be to just be grateful with your lot and just try and not to compare yourself you know what this is the other thing i was thinking this i teach my kids that the only person they're in competition with is themselves not each other but themselves and that they've got (laughs) to win like go kill each other um and um and they've got to you know to win within their own bodies and you know be them their best selves and you can't and everybody's different and you can't compare apples and pears and you know, everyone's different. It's like the motto in our house. You know, somebody says, well, no, 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 no. well, they're different to you. Or when one kid says, well, I've got that. Well, you don't need that. What does your body need? What do you need? You know, do you need new shoes? No. Well, that's why that one's getting new. All of that sort of thing. I don't subscribe to any of that. Yourself. No. And yet you parent on it. Yeah. But I think a lot of us do this. Do like, you, I, you know, I had a chat with my daughter this morning about um, how to avoid just getting in an argument in the playground and I sort of gave her this whole list of wise words of well actually you've got to say that's not acceptable by me or you walk away and you ignore it and all of these beautiful tools Mm. and yet do I apply those to my own life and she Mm. said to me when do when do you use them mummy I think you do I think you really do. Well, actually, I do. You have evolved hugely. But I didn't And you work to. on it and you do. I do work on it. And it takes but a lot of bravery every day in order and, to do that. And Nicole, it takes confidence. It takes yes. confidence. You've got to overcome that anxiety and be um, and say, I am who I am and this is who I want to be and I'm going to practice what I preach. And, and you do. And that's and that's brave. You know, it yeah, takes... Brave, and it doesn't brave. ever stop being scary or stop being brave. So in order for us to live our lives how we choose but the thing is i also choose to live my life how i want of course but i also choose to be socially acceptable like i like being part of my community Mm, mm. and i like being part of society i'm very proud of all of those aspects of myself Mm. i like and in a way you kind of have to play the game a little bit well that's that's it but the game's very tiring the game is very tiring so when so how can we how can we create the game that we want to play and yet still be seen or be yes yeah, seen as this pillar of society yeah or even or allow yourself to to take the best bits out of that competitiveness and take part in it because that's what you is expected of you and yet also opt out maybe that's what it is you just need to in my in my situation you sent me a thing about you know um that people what a quote yeah you sent me a quote about people kind of 
sapping I, I i go through phases where i just kind of remove myself a little bit from the world she does she doesn't call you back no that kind of thing and um but that's self-protection right that's like kind well, of protecting just, your I'm own energy kind of exhausted from yeah. the whole thing and um maybe that's kind of the answer is that every so often you just have a bit of time out you have a bit of time out from whatever it is so maybe the whole entertaining thing is actually i'm just not or i'm gonna have you guys over but actually i'm gonna make whatever I want and uh if that's toast then I'm then you're gonna have toast <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and then let me tell you something it is never going to be an otolenghi salad because I've made those otolenghi salads and side note completely <laughs> there is a list of ingredients I had to I had to take the had... cookbook to Waitrose oh yeah no 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 and, no, no, and yeah. talk to the guy who worked there and say what is that? Yeah, and he yeah, said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the spice. Yeah, and he and came you can't even buy it in Waitrose, can you? I don't <laughs> no, know. No, you can. Waitrose is very up on the latest cookbooks. Oh yes, always. No, they're sure they're good like that. Waitrose, yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. so they should be. Um, no, no, no. I think yes. I, I, I yeah. I mean, so what was on, what else was on your list? Okay, so on my list is so there's uh, hang on, hang on. So we had parenting, we had entertaining. So why I said the over, I reckon lifestyle. the overcoming it is about try being a little bit more like being on an island act as they are on an island you know what we were saying before um like if you wanted to live a life where you do exactly what you want to do you're gonna to have to isolate yourself right yeah, yeah but i think what i'm saying is i think sometimes it's okay maybe it's okay to do that yeah just have a bit of time out from it yeah. all and and however that looks for you so your time out is literally taking three, four weeks out and not calling anybody back yeah. and really hibernating. Yeah. My time out doesn't look like that. My time out is more, right, I need to go and get a couple of hours in the gym, stick my headphones on and just shut the world out. It's recognising that we're all different and what rocks your boat isn't the same as mine and what your pressures are. It's, it's the stuff we're teaching our children but not taking on ourselves. Yeah. Why can't I, you know, yeah. So also on my, on my, um, on my list is... Uh, recycling actually because <laughs> i i obviously believe in recycling now i have we have in our family some incredible sustainable earthy members of our family and they are completely awesome they're totally committed are they to, vegan almost vegan some are vegan some are not they are so committed to being to sustaining the world it is their entire life they are awesome i am so exhausted and overwhelmed by every single time i i every time i open a packet or anything i've got this little picture of the of the do you remember that little um seahorse with its tail wrapped around a cotton bud that, that was all over the ocean rescue sky thing i don't know there are so many images or like i feel like i'm killing the planet all of the by time a packet of biscuits but i'm still doing it I'm still buying the cotton buds and I'm, I'm using the bags. I try not to use the bags. So where's the keeping up appearances piece in this? Is what you should be doing. It's what we should be doing. What we should be doing now is saving the planet before we all kill it. And I'm not. And I know better. I know better. That's the saying of the exercise. I know better than what I'm doing. That's the keep. It's keeping up appearances. And that's where the frustration lies, right? Because you know yeah. better. You know what you want to be doing. Yeah. Or what, and what I should be doing. Want, I, want to or should? I don't know, Nicole. I don't know. Because those two, especially this saving the planet thing, <laughs> that feels like a want to. But then the exercise or being in athletic condition feels like a should. Or no, the entertainment I, I also feels like a want to. I, just, I actually think that the crux of it is a bit lazy. Very lazy. 
I think that's my my biggest beat demon. But I, 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 for me, it's like I can't take everything on in my head it's because just my head, too my much. head will explode. It's too much, isn't it? So y yeah, it's but then I have, I feel like I have a responsibility and obligations towards my environment. Yeah, of course. But coming, it's, it's the pressure. Like, you know, someone said to me the other day. I someone popped over for a coffee, and I put in a decaf capsule, and obviously into my coffee thingy. Um, and she went, oh, I said, Deco like, coffee, yeah, decaf, normal, normal, normal. I don't drink decaf. I decaf. I said, what? I only drink decaf. I can't. I'm a shaky, sweaty mess if I drink normal. She said, oh, decaf's very bad. It's very bad for you. They've done something. When the chemical reaction is very bad for you. I was like. Are you actually having a laugh? I thought the caffeine was bad for I you. thought the, the, the decaf process apparently is really bad for you. Of course it's bad for you. It's another thing to add to my list of things that I'm not doing right. Now no one, now we can't drink decaf coffee. So keeping up appearances is actually about doing the right thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, but the, the, but in the, within your social circle. Yes. It's doing the right thing. Within society. Or, or within bigger society, within your little social doing bubble, right within thing. maybe your family. Whatever it might be, it's doing the right thing. It's it's pressure. It's pressure. So there's the, there, there was that. There was the hang on. What else have I got? Um, marriage. And I, I've marriage is a oh, marriage. When you see. So here, here's here's my thing on marriage. Like on. People don't talk about it. Because I don't know. I think people are really really happy, and I and I'm and I'm just really pe honest. Pe people no, it's unacceptable to talk about marriage. You do you think? Know, yeah, unless it's a very very close girlfriend. I remember once, who was it? Someone I hadn't spoken to for a couple of years, but it was a friend of mine, and we just were catching up. And she said to me, "How's your marriage? Are you happy?" Ooh, right, my, back off, lady. So exactly. So that's that's quite an out there question, isn't it? And I was quite blown away by that because it's just not an area people go into. Well, no, it's but, not. But you can say like, "Oh, how are your parents? How's your sister? How's work? Like all the how are the kids? All these other and you can say, how's your, your husband?" But this extra entity you've created between the two of you is quite sacred, and therefore to ask somebody about your marriage, and also because you and know, what are you going to say? My marriage is great, thank you. It was a bit of a weird question. Exactly, but why is it weird? Because she it's was so just private. She was just inquiring about another area of my life. Yeah, no, you're right. If someone said to me, "How's your marriage?" I'll be like. Mind your own? Might, yeah. You'd be quite offended but by it. But I would happily talk to you and say, oh, for God's sake, I actually want to kill him. Or or we're not going through a great patch at the and moment. I, actually, or, I think keeping up appearances in terms of marriage is a massive I, one. I think so. I think and so. ultimately, every Which relationship... Which is why, when, when you hear people like, you know, I, I, I hear quite a lot of people divorcing. And and you're like ooh ooh or oh because knowing that was coming and it is <laughs> it is a it's a fear it's not something I would honestly ever entertain. Um, I I like to think I would weather the storms, but that doesn't mean it's not right for everybody. Blah blah blah. But I think I think quality of marriage and comparing your marriage to other people's marriage, which of course you can't. You know, again rationally you can't compare. Everybody's different. But how how many times have you been out with another couple and they're lovey-dovey oh, or God, he's, he's just bought her a new piece of jewellery or something or and or they're very... Or they're rampant sex life. Yeah, or no, they're really affectionate with one yeah. another. And then you come home, you say to your husband, well, we don't do that. No. Oh, I mean, yeah. We, that's right. How often does that happen? And then you start having to go at your husband for like, well... Because he's not the other person. Yeah. Because well, you're not them. You, and you didn't marry them. Yeah. And that's not what you want. And no, you're creating... Yeah. You're both co-creating... The relationship yeah no yeah i don't i don't know i don't know 
So keeping I, up the appearance of being happily married is is huge. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. I don't know. It's not. It's not. It can't. It's not on. Also, I think it depends on how things work in your household and what would be considered to be happy in one household wouldn't necessarily. There are certain things that my friends put up with that I that I would never put up with. I would be really. It would be a really unhappy marriage if that was the situation in our house. So that's why you can't come, but yet they seem to be really, really happy. So keeping up appearances is, is just so, so linked with comparison. It's comparison, it's social pressure, and it's, and it's a sense of failing or not fail. Am I, yeah, a fa am I failing in some way? I was, telling, I was telling Jude a story before we hopped on and started to record about how last year, when it was one of the Jewish holidays, and where we normally go, my auntie wasn't doing it that year, because for whatever reason. And so we didn't have anywhere to go on this quite important Jewish holiday. And having to tell my community, you know, everybody asks when the Jewish holiday's coming up, oh, where are you going for Rosh Hashanah? And where are you going, you know, where are you having your dinner? Like how many families are you gonna be with and how social are you gonna be and how many invites have you had? And because yeah. the conversation is always about that, isn't it? It's always like, oh God, yeah. we've been invited to so many Which places. Which is part of the, you know, I mean, I would say that I would have you over, but as we now know, I hate entertaining, so, um, <laughs> and I'm only going to get toast. <laughs> not, no, not on that particular Jewish holiday. Not. I definitely, and I, you know, if I'm not getting an Ottolenghi salad, no, I don't, really don't want to be there. You can come, but so, so we didn't go anywhere. So we were just at home, just with us. But I actually found it difficult to say to people, actually, we're not going anywhere, mm. because oh, I felt that that yeah. said something about how socially accepted we are oh, as a family, yeah. which of course it doesn't. We don't know, and it's a nonsense. It's a nonsense, yeah. but it was something I was aware but of that, at the time. But that's so being socially left out sort of thing, feeling. Yeah. That's, not, that's something that, that, you know, we fight for our kids to not feel like that, right? And we don't want our kids to feel um, left out in any way or... FOMO, there's a whole FOMO and, thing and, going on. And Instagram is a killer for that. Instagram and Facebook, social media is, I mean, I know it's all in the news and blah, blah, blah the whole time, but it really is, it feeds this whole keeping up appearances thing hugely. Well, you said you came off Facebook. I came of off Facebook because actually a couple of years ago, everybody, we'd, we'd just uh, bought a house and we weren't, we couldn't afford to um, do so much in the way of holidays and so on. And everybody was going away. It was over Christmas. Everyone was away or having these amazing mini breaks and or, or just having a really, I feel like everyone's having a really bloody good time <laughs> and I'm not. And I just, and I start, I felt horrible and yucky and like resentful. And I thought, what am I doing? I'm scrolling through people's lives that are presenting an image. And we all know that's what it is. Cause I did it when I was on Facebook. I, I forget it. I, I deleted it from <laughs> my phone. And now on the rare occasion I look into Facebook, I'm like, I don't get it anymore. I don't care. I don't, it's so liberating. How empowering. Oh my God, it was, if I just, I just, we're not fair. Instagram, I, I'm on it, but I don't follow friends particularly. I follow people that I've got something to learn from, creatively or whatever it might be. Like myself. Like your good self, <laughs> of course. You're right up there on my feed. Um, and, and then like Twitter is more kind of newsy stuff. And I don't really post, but I'm looking for, I'm looking for, inform it's a quest for information. My daughter has got an Instagram page. She, they, this keeping up appearances thing is so, it's the competitive stuff. When they post on Instagram, they post a picture. Actually, my daughter doesn't post that much. She's a stalker, not a talker. Um, <laughs> she, um, she, um, she, when they post, they link, these teenagers link 
to people, like, like you know, whatever, tag people, right? And they tag in a hierarchy. So on one side, you're tagging uh, your besties, and the other side, you're tagging your less good friends. And then people that are not tagged are just not even worth tagging. And that is social, keeping up appearances, popularity, gone crazy. And oh it is God, the so destructive. Pressure. So what can we what can we bring that if we don't have it under wraps? Like how are we going to expect our kids to be able to rise above this whole social media and the whole social pressure of keeping up with the norm and keeping up with appearances? I think keeping up with appearances is something that is way older than we are. Like they're keeping up with the Joneses. They keep you know it's been done since the beginning. Like um, ooh, your club's bigger than my club, says one Kate man to the other. You know, like it's not just about willy size it's about literally oh you've got a bigger this or you've got more of that now it's more so i think it was kind of very tangible material stuff now it's about every element the pressure well, it's also about like self-belief and self-love and self-care it's, it's you know everything. every area isn't it it's smug because now now you skipping up parents involves i'm so i'm so happy yeah i'm just really happy my herbalist said la, 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 or <laughs> you know whatever it might be you know and and, and most people are the whole, the whole concept a, what, of a slummy what, mummy her, i don't know it's okay. a, i don't know what are any of these things um you know slummy like mummy. a slummy mummy concept comes from keeping up appearances it's like, oh, i'm out i opt out you know i'm proud um but, love that yeah love that. i opt out and opt in when i choose to well that's what it should be and how do we teach and how do we improve things for our kids well, I think the messages that we give to children now, maybe maybe we'll, maybe we need to practice what we preach, really. But but certainly, they're mu we're much more aware as stress and competitiveness increases, and you know, th there's so many elements of life now that are competitive. We need to be more mindful, and I think that they are much more equipped, really, to deal with social media in a way than we my my daughter came home from school. She's in year four with a contract. Um, you know things that are acceptable, things that are not acceptable to school, and parent. You know we didn't wow. we didn't have anything like that when we were at school. We didn't wow. know what we were doing. I, I mean, think actually they are more prepared in some way, but not the, the competitiveness and skipping appearances is something that we have as humanity unless you decide to opt out and go and live on an island, or or you we, personally opt in and opt out yeah. when, you, when you want to. Which. You, we are all. Easier. We are all in control of it, yeah. right? And it's a case of bringing awareness, which is what this whole chat is really about. It's bringing awareness of where we show up in keeping up the appearances, and when we're living from the choices that we choose and want to make. Mm. The truth is, I do. You know, going back to entertaining, I do want to entertain. Actually, I just don't necessarily want to entertain on the same terms as X person. So, how can you entertain on your terms? Uh get drunk and I don't care about the mess <laughs> um, and no. toast and to no 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 I'm happy to make a nice meal but the point is um I guess it's just I think it's being more selective about who I have over and so I think it's it comes down to boundaries doesn't it yeah yeah and and really I'm just thinking well what you're doing is okay for you but that's different for me just like I teach my children it's practicing what I preach from now on I'm going to try and practice what I preach and I'm going to opt in and opt out without guilt that's the plan uh, and um, I'm also going to exercise because I want to rather than because of this guilty feeling of the fact that everyone else is blooming doing a gazillion more times of training for 
the Olympics. And I always say thank you for that, Jude, because that points beautifully to how we can finish this off. I always say that I can't be run by guilt anymore. And if I'm coaching somebody and they're bringing these topics here, I would always encourage and push them in a way that they make choices that they want to make because it's their choice and because they want to and not because something else is driving it, whether it's keeping up with appearances, guilt, pressure, comparison. Yeah. Don't Let's not be driven by those factors. They're so negative. And let's be driven by yeah. the things that we truly want to engage in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just the wise. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank me, you. Me, joining me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How interesting was that? Jude always brings such an interesting, honest point of view, which is exactly what this podcast is all about. We get down to the nitty gritty of what us modern women all experience. And because she's so honest, I've invited her back for another episode to talk about equality, which I promise you takes no prisoners. It's completely hilarious because she is. And of course, it's filled with what's true for her and myself. So please pop back every Monday where I I will always upload a new episode. Um, I will always keep you updated through my Instagram account, which is at Nicole Goodman underscore life coach. And for any more information on one-to-one coaching with myself, please contact me through my website, nicolegoodman.co.uk. And I hope to speak to you all soon. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again for being a listener. And I really hope you enjoyed it today.